We are back with another episode of Meet the CEO. Sandra Asima returns to the podcast, this time as the award-winning CEO of Ecoville Uganda. She walks us through what it means to be a pioneer in her field and why we should all be working towards a more sustainable lifestyle. From over 811 cities, 119 countries, Kush Investments brings you the Good Morning Africa podcast. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse on everything business in Africa. I am Ritha Dong. For more, follow us on Twitter at The K Financial, and you can find me at Ritha Dong. Who is Sandra Asimwe? I'm a mother of two and a business owner in my mid-30s with an undying passion for the environment and a strong urge to be a responsible entrepreneur. Talk to us about Ecoville UG. I'm from a marketing background, but I've always wanted to make an impact on the environment owing to my upbringing and the mere sight of all the litter and plastic pollution in my hometown, Kampala. I realized that most of the plastic we used as a society was imported and it was never disposed of properly. And more importantly, we didn't need most of it. So that's where I saw the opportunity to bring in eco-friendly lifestyle products that are biodegradable or reusable, that are an alternative to single-use plastic like straws, plastic straws that is, disposable cups and plates, disposable cutlery, polythene bags, aka cavera, all the plastic that plagues our society. What was the motivation behind setting it up? I'm from a marketing background, but I've always wanted to make an impact on the environment owing to my upbringing and the mere sight of all the litter and plastic pollution in my hometown, Kampala. I realized that most of the plastic we used as a society was imported and it was never disposed of properly. And more importantly, we didn't need most of it. So that's where I saw the opportunity to bring in eco-friendly lifestyle products that are biodegradable or reusable, that are an alternative to single-use plastic, like straws, plastic straws, that is, disposable cups and plates, disposable cutlery, polythene bags, aka cavera, all the plastic that plagues our society. This is the second business in the sustainability and environmental sector that you were setting up. Was one inspired by the other? Yes, I started out setting up Fresh UG, a vegan restaurant that was mainly started out of my passion for the environment too. When I had my second baby, I had a lot of time to myself and I got the courage to finally follow my dream of opening an eco store. Is the Ugandan market ready or working towards more sustainable products, food, and lifestyle. The Ugandan market is ready. I've had some pretty interesting conversations through Ecoville and have been pleasantly surprised by how many people are looking for ways to beat plastic. The only thing standing in their way is that more eco-friendly alternatives are either scarce in the market or they're, they're looked at as more expensive. Once people realize we have sustainable products on the market, they're more than happy to buy and indulge. What is it like running two companies? I've always been able to do multiple things at a time. I think it comes down to character. Business is challenging, but to be fair, it brings me so much joy. How do you handle the cost of being a pioneer in your field? Being a pioneer in my field is challenging because you have an educative role to play among other usual business roles. You spend time and resources introducing to people exactly what you have to offer and what you do as a business, as it may be new to most people. So you spend a lot of time really explaining what you do and how it's important to the environment. 
but I enjoy it. I can't complain. Maybe I like teaching deep down. What challenges have you encountered? Having to justify our prices to clients who may feel we basically just sell crafts. Like that has been a theme, guys. It has. Having to explain that we are an online-only business has also been a point of explanation because a lot of people don't understand why you would want to stay online. Then also sourcing quality products locally can be challenging sometimes. But if you find a good supplier, you always find that you end up having a great relationship. And I have a few of those. But sometimes sourcing the right quality at the right price can be challenging. Are there changes you would like to see in your industry? On the whole, I would love to see more businesses adopt eco-friendly sustainable practices. And more ownership needs to be taken by all of us for our waste management. And I also believe that there should be more stringent measures for environmental pollution and degradation offenses. I think we're not doing enough to reprimand people that are polluting the environment. And I think if we need to do better, we must create create bigger and more stringent measures against people who break the law. And at the same time, we must encourage everybody to look out for the environment. It's our home. Where do you see Sandra in the next five years? I see myself going to schools and speaking on different platforms across the country and across the East African region, sharing and spreading awareness on our environmental crisis. The future is now. Thank you so much for having me, Ruth. As always, it was a huge, huge pleasure and I enjoyed this. Until next time. That was Sandra Asimwe, CEO of Ecoville Uganda and Fresh Uganda. And a quick look at the markets. The market segment is powered by the Development Bank of Rwanda. We empower you. Coca futures held above 2,900 US dollars per ton in April, not far from the 2,963 on March 31st, which was the highest level since November 2020, mainly due to reduced supplies from ivory cost and expectations of a global supply deficit. Ivory cost government data has shown that farmers of the world's largest producers sent accumulative 1.75 million metric tons of cocoa to the country's ports. For the 2022-2023 marketing year, from October 1st to March 19th, down 3.8% year-on-year. In addition, the International Coke Organization said last month that global 2022-2023 cocoa stockpiles would fall 3.5% to 1.63 million metric tons due to weather variations, especially in West Africa. On the other hand, worldwide cocoa production is seen climbing 4.1% to 5.0%. 1, 7 million metric tons and worldwide cocoa grindings should decline by 0.6% to 5.02 million metric tons. And a quick trip around Africa, the Bank of Uganda left its benchmark interest rate unchanged for the third time in a row at 10% on April 6th, 2023, as expected, maintaining borrowing costs at the highest level since 2019. The decision is aimed at supporting the domestic economy while also containing inflationary pressures. Uganda's annual inflation eased for the fifth straight month to 9% in March 2023, reaching its lowest point since August last year. Meanwhile, the country's economic growth slowed to a more than one-year low of 4.4% year-on-year in the fourth quarter of 2022. The Kenya shilling is among the worst performing currencies in Africa, having plunged heavily against major international currencies. Latest analysis of Africa's currencies by UK-based ASI Finance shows the shilling the fifth worst performing currency in the continent after Zimbabwe's dollar, the Sudanese pound, Nigeria's naira and the Egyptian pound. The shilling has shed more than 14% in the past 12 months. 
leading to high investor flight from capital markets and high inflation as the dollar crisis persists. According to the report, Zimbabwe's dollar is the world's second worst performing currency after the Venezuelan Bolivar plunging 521% to 689 per dollar from 111. It seems destined to fall further with the country owing approximately $13 billion to international financial institutions and ineligible for additional lines of credit from the International Monetary Fund. The Sudanese pound and South Sudanese pound have maintained downward trends against the US dollar, the sterling pound and euro dropping at an average rate of 56% in just a year. This has seen the countries post the highest inflation rates in the region, hitting an average of 87% in February. Last month, South Sudan's government suspended the use of US dollars and instead directed all transactions be done with local currency in a move feared to stifle economic activity in the war-ravaged economy. Most transactions in the country are carried out using the US dollar, largely due to hyperinflation and the volatility of the local currency. The fourth in the depreciating chart is Nigeria's Naira, which has lost almost a third of its value on the power market. The apex bank in the country has since halted dollar sales in the power market, further reducing supply and contributing to the Naira's weakness. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K-Financial. If you have any suggestions or you just want to check out more stories, visit the website. That is thekfinancial.com. And don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at the K-Financial. And you can find me at With Adome.